0: professionals right here in las vegas they aim to resolve your issues not put you on a payment plan that could take a lifetime to pay off call new hope tax defense 702-483-0220 that's 702-483-0220 or check them out at newhopetaxdefense.com call right now 702-483-0220 union strong means bringing jobs into our valley union strong means opportunities for personal growth union strong is fellowship taking care of one another on and off the job site our union has been working hard for the interests of working men and women for decades and will always be there for the communities we serve laborers union local 872 celebrating 85 lyuna proud years of justice honor and strength
1: olivia from washington
0: The same great show with the same great host. Just at a new time. Live and local with Kevin Wall. Now, weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 670 KMZQ. Talk radio done right. I loved over the weekend watching the former president, Donald J. Trump, as he went after GOP rhinos. Listen to this.
4: When we started this journey, a journey like there has never been before, there's never been anything like this. We had a Republican Party that was ruled by freaks, neocons, <laughs> globalists, open border zealots, and fools. But we are never going back to the party of Paul Ryan, Karl Rove, and Jeb Bush. Okay? We're not going back to people that want to destroy our great social security system — even some in our own party — I wonder who that might be (laughs) — that want to raise the minimum age of social security to 70, 75, or even 80, in some cases. And that are out to cut Medicare to a level that it will no longer be recognizable. And when that was their original thought, that's what they always come back to. Remember that. You have to remember that. You heard it here first. We are never going back to a party that wants to give unlimited money to fight foreign wars that are endless wars, that are stupid wars. But at the same time, demands that we cut veterans' benefits and retirement benefits at home. Our soldiers will no longer live in the streets of our city. We have cities where our soldiers, our great soldiers, are living on concrete. They're living on asphalt. If
0: he gives that speech every day from now to Election Day, he will roll right through the uh, Republican primary. But more importantly, he will win the general election in a landslide. I'm just telling you that was a brilliant brilliant speech stick around Kara Jenkins will join us candidate for mayor of the city of Las Vegas it's all coming up on AM 670 kmZq where news is next Here I am. Ichabod's features incredible menu items, including seafood, steaks, burgers, pastas, and five daily specials. And their kitchen is open 24 hours a day for you late-night foodies. What do I like best about Ichabod's? Their old-school Vegas atmosphere. Their bartenders and servers are super friendly. When everyone else has gotten back, Ichabod's continues to super-serve its customers. And you'll love their nightly entertainment at the Piano Bar. You want to win? Then I'll see you at Ichabod's Vintage Vegas Dining Gaming Lounge and Piano Bar on East Flamingo at Pecos. Live from the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa Studio, from the world-famous Las Vegas Strip, AM670 KMCQ
5: Las Vegas, locally owned and operated by Kemp Broadcasting and Digital Outdoor.
3: News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Jason Walker. The Senate ready to vote on a resolution rejecting Washington, D.C.'s
5: new crime law. Iowa Senator Joni Ernst says D.C. has seen an explosion in carjackings this year.
4: And what does their policy do? Reduce sentencing for carjackers.
5: And with a homicide rate she calls through the roof,
4: reduces penalties. For murderers.
5: Texas Senator Ted Cruz says the results come as no surprise.
2: At the end of the day, it's not complicated. If you let violent criminals go, they commit more and more
5: violent crimes. The resolution of disapproval expected to pass with bipartisan support. Bob Agnew, Capitol Hill.
3: Fighting words from South Carolina, GOP Senator Lindsey Graham. He says he's ready to introduce legislation that would designate certain Mexican drug cartels as foreign terrorist organizations, something that could set the stage for the use of U.S. military force. Also at townhall.com, Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell today testing before the House Financial Services Committee. He says the central bank has not yet settled on how much to boost its key interest rate. Correspondent Rita Foley reports on jobs and layoffs. Employers posted 10.8 million job openings in January, and bosses hired more workers in January. But layoffs rose. Overall, layoffs rose in January to 1.7 million. That's the highest since December of 2020. President Biden's upcoming budget proposal aims to cut deficits by $3 trillion over the next decade. That's significantly higher than the $2 trillion he promised during his State of the Union address. Meanwhile, the president's package, unlikely to pass the House or Senate as proposed. More on these stories at townhall.com.
0: Inflation is pushing up the cost of just about everything, food, gas, clothing. But life insurance, which thanks to inflation you need now more than ever, actually costs less today than it did a few years ago. Now is the time to get the insurance you need at a price you can afford. Call SelectQuote now and we'll help you save more than 50% on term life insurance. In a hurry? Don't worry. With Select Quote, you can get up to $2 million in instant, same day coverage with no medical exam. That's right. Get up to $2 million in instant, affordable same day coverage with no medical exam in under an
5: hour. Call Select Quote now at 1 800 507 2266. That's 1 800 507 2266. Or go to Selectquote.com now and get up to $2 million in instant same day coverage with no medical exam. That's 1 800 507 2266. Full details on example policies at select.
1: Wayne Allen <laughs> Root here from Mastriani's, the best Italian restaurant in Vegas. I have lunch or dinner at Mastriani's at least twice a week. I bring all my New York buddies here. It's the best Italian food I've ever eaten in my life. Better than my favorite Italian restaurants in New York. Mastriani's has been family owned and operated by my buddy Pete Mastriani and his sons for over 25 years. And the food oh my gosh, bellissimo! Mastriani's Features live action cooking, the freshest, finest quality seafood selections salmon, sea bass, halibut, scallops, clams, steaks to die for, homemade desserts. They offer curbside pickup and delivery, a huge wine and cocktail menu, and catering. They've won awards from Zagat's and the prestigious Five Star Diamond Award. They feed the who's who of Las Vegas, including celebrities from movies, TV, and sports. It's where the elite meet to eat. Mastrianis is at 3330 South Wallop Byway. Call for reservations 702
5: 367 7511. 367 7511. Mastrianis is bellissimo. It's 104, and this is our KMCQ News Flash. I'm Jim Dallas. Four County Commissioners are expected to vote later this month on a project which would replace the Mirage's volcano attraction with a guitar-shaped hotel tower. The commission is scheduled to consider Hard Rock International's proposed 600-room high-rise hotel on March 22nd. The project is part of a plan to turn the Mirage into a Hard Rock-branded resort. The Seminole Tribe of Florida, owners of the Hard Rock brand, bought the operations of the Mirage from MGM Resorts International for more than $1 billion in cash. The land is owned by Vichy Properties, which leases it back to the Mirage. Well, the Raiders have bought more property here in Southern Nevada. The team has bought an office and warehouse building across the street from Allegiant Stadium for $10.6 million. The Raiders had previously leased a building at 5525 Polaris. In fact, that location will be where the second annual Raider Image Warehouse Sale will take place March 17th through the 19th. More than 20,000 officially licensed licensed Las Vegas Raiders and UNLV items are going to be up to sale. 70% off the regular retail price. Mark that down. KMCQ
0: on-time traffic is powered by Meineke Car Care Centers.
5: Stop in now for a premium synthetic blend oil change for only $24.95.
0: Meineke, doing car care Right.
5: Got a few crashes to a lookout for right now. Eastbound Windmill at Eastern. Eastbound Bonanza at Nellis. Got a hit and run. That's eastbound Flamingo at Spencer. And do expect some delays on Charleston Boulevard both directions. That's between Pecos and Lamb Boulevards.
4: Mr. President, it's time to get to work. Surely we both agree that the national debt is too high. Surely we both agree that inflation hurts American families. Surely we can trim waste and streamline programs to make them both stronger and more efficient. Congressional Republicans are ready to act to save our country and to make America stronger. Surely you
0: can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Surely.
3: Gentlemen, Kevin
0: Wall, hour number two of uh, Live and Local for a Wednesday. good to have you with us um, we've been uh, visiting with people running for mayor of the city of Las Vegas. I know you say, oh my gosh it's it's light years away from that election, but people are still lining up to succeed Carolyn Goodman. Uh, And one of those people, Kara Jenkins, uh, her friends call her KJ. She is running for mayor of Las Vegas. Uh, First of all, Kara, thanks for joining us. And uh, I got to ask you, you got a great life. Why? Why now?
2: (laughs) Hey, Kevin, first of all, I want to thank you uh, for having me on your show. I really appreciate uh, the opportunity to talk about my run for mayor. And I know you're asking me why. Why now? Um, And why not now? Uh, One of the things that I think a lot of people are ready for is relief, change, bipartisanship, bringing folks together and thriving. And so one of the things that I wanted to make sure when I was really thinking about running for office was that, number one, did I have the skills to make that make that leap from state government into city city politics? And I believe I do. Number two, am I the right person to do this? I believe I am. And number three, Am I ready to work? Absolutely. So here I be, and I'm so happy to be on your show.
0: How has Carolyn Goodman done as mayor?
2: I think she's done an amazing job for the time that she served. It's been a very lengthy time. Um, It's atypical for most mayors in terms, but she's beloved by the city, and I think she's done a great job. I think, though, that now we are looking at a different Las Vegas from when she first entered into office, from even when her husband uh, with her predecessor as, as mayor, who's also been phenomenal and beloved. But it's a different Vegas that we're seeing now emerging um, into 2024, And I believe now that I am basically the right candidate to kind of lead the city to where it is now. More relevant, um, more attuned to what the needs are for um, our, our voters, uh, and accessible.
0: I know that a lot of uh, politicians say... We need a new generation. I know we're talking about that with President of the United States. Uh, a lot of people are asking the question, Is this? Uh, are you looking for generational change at City Hall?
2: I, I am, and I think I am that generational change. Look, Kevin, I, I really feel like that all of the leaders that have been my predecessors have done a phenomenal job, but I believe that at this point in time in my career, over 10 decades, 10 years, a decade's worth of work in public service, working with high level officials and being able to bridge people together through my experience in mediation, um, my understanding of law and policy, and just my friendliness. I I think that I'm ready. And I know a lot of folks who are um, in my generational, I don't want to just, you know, I don't want to knock anyone for their age, but anyone in my generation, yes, I I feel like we're ready to be handed the torch of a job well done and so we can continue on. Because one of the things that's so important about leadership is that you prepare the next group of leaders to take over and hand and pass the torch, which is one of the things that I plan to do. Again, Garrett, go ahead. Oh, is that, you know, I'm not here forever. And so when I look back after I've served, um, I want to make sure that I've created a foundation for people to assume the position, the role, from a better standpoint from which I inherited it. That makes sense.
0: Again, Kara Jenkins, joining us, candidate for mayor of the city of Las Vegas. What are the uh, challenges ahead over the course of the next two, three, four years?
2: The challenges? Well, in my conversations with um, businesses, small businesses, large organizations, corporations, um, and constituents who probably need more attention, wraparound services, I will say that some of the challenges include maybe three things. One, it's a livable wage and affordable housing. Two, safety, public safety, to make sure that our our streets are safe and that, um, you know, in order to have a thriving city, you need a safe one. Uh, And three, accessibility in leadership, making sure that your local electeds or people that you vote into office, you can call them up or have access to them or services that they're supposed to provide where it makes sense. I don't think government's supposed to hover over folks um, like larger businesses. They may not need it as much, but smaller businesses or folks who need uh, more uh, government support, they should be able to access government in a way that they understand that they can. They know how to, who to call, and that those services are rendered.
0: Karen Jenkins joining us, a candidate for mayor of Las Vegas. And a lot of people uh, have accused me of burying the lead from time to time. And I, I probably did it here. Can, can, can you give us your, your quick resume in 90 seconds, uh, your, your resume of public service?
2: Sure, my resume. Perfect. Okay, so I have 90 seconds. Let's go. So I am a lawyer by education, graduated from law school uh, 2003. Uh, I focused on public interest law. Um, helping lower-income individuals access their, their rights through the legal system. Um, through that, I was able to kind of cross over into politics, where I was a campaign staffer uh, for Governor Schwarzenegger in Sacramento, then uh, came to Nevada, uh, where, gosh, for the last 12 years I've lived and loved, worked for Governor Brian Sandoval, um, did mediations and was the state's ombudsman uh, to try to bring together homeowners and HOA communities um, in positive resolution. Uh, and then I was appointed to the job that I'm currently at now in 2013, which is the administrator for the Nevada Equal Rights Commission. Uh, and I've re- re- remained uh, that administrator uh, under three now, three now governors. So that's kind of my resume but it's one of the things that I'll say is that it's not more than just a resume it is um, this is my life's work I feel very fed by service and so this is what I like to do so I'm in essence living my dream out by you know helping people seeing um, problems identifying them bringing in the right thought partners executing and getting stuff done that makes me feel really really good um, it's, it's like you know singing at the Super Bowl When you see a problem, you can fix it. It it feels really good. That's how I know I've given back and I've helped.
0: Karen, let me ask you: How do you go about raising money? Uh, I've talked to more candidates just in the last couple of weeks, and they say it's really, really tough trying to raise money.
2: Right now, you have to be sensitive. Right? It's it's just—it's we're in a recession. Um, People are not thinking, as you had mentioned, they're not thinking about twenty twenty four. They're thinking about paying their bills, their mortgage, and. Uh, making sure their kids are okay, sending kids to college, and keeping their jobs. So you have to do it in a way that I think is tasteful. But we have our traditional ways where we just, you know, we we have mixers. We have an online presence where we ask politely for donations or generosity. I don't really like the word donation. I like the word generosity. It feeds me better. Um, and so it is. It's, it's, you are, you're investing in the candidate that will serve you. Um, it doesn't go, a dime does not go to me. Uh, a lot of my team members are so amazing. They're doing it pro bono as well. It goes to mailers, ads, and just getting the word out there. So, again, I'm so grateful for the opportunity to be on your show so that your viewers can learn more about who I am. I really, truly appreciate that.
0: Let me ask you, a lot of people believe this is going to be a very crowded field that you're going to end up with. Uh, not just five candidates or six candidates, but maybe eight to 10 to 12 candidates for mayor. Uh, Are you prepared for a large field? And does that favor somebody like you that may not be able to get 40 percent in a head to head matchup, but but might be able to to get 25 or 30 percent in a crowded field?
2: Well, you answered the latter, and I think, hey, the more the merrier. I'm pretty confident in the momentum that my my campaign is building um, from someone who's worked behind the scenes in government and, and happy to do so, because that is that has been my job, to help from behind the scenes, but to be a forward-facing candidate, to get out there and, and knock on doors, talk to people, visit with community groups. I, I am very confident that uh, by March of next year, when we formally file, that people will Fully know who Kara Jenkins is, uh, and they'll know my platform, know what I what I bring to the table. And sure, I, I don't feel. Here's the thing, Kevin. It, it, this is the, this is democracy, right? This is amazing. I am honored to be uh, the first in my family of many, and uh, to be a woman, a woman of color, running for office. I'm just I'm jazzed. Do I want to win? Absolutely. But I can't really think about others in this race. I have to focus on mine and why I'm running. And so I know that's kind of just a, a soft answer, but it's, it's my truth. It's how I go day to day, because if you think about outcome and winning when it's a voter's choice eh, you could really psych yourself out. So I just want to keep things positive and move forward. And however many people want to join the race, that's great. Um, but I will definitely be in it and you will know me.
0: When we went through your resume, the one thing uh, that you did not mention was Republican or Democrat. I know it's a nonpartisan race, but everybody always asks me, uh, is this candidate uh, X or Y? Are are they Republican? Are they Democrat? Are they conservative? We know most of the people because they have a history in politics. What about for you?
2: I am a declined state candidate, and so what that means is that I don't state a party. I'm... Bipartisan. I've worked for Democrats. I've worked for Republicans, and I love them all. Here's here's the deal. I am a person who votes on um, common sense and um, and more about more interested in building bridges and more concerned about a democracy than a political party or affiliation. I don't knock either one. I've worked with folks who have aligned themselves with both sides of the aisle, but I truly am your nonpartisan, decline a state candidate.
0: I want to ask you about a couple of different. Uh policy issues uh, that a lot of people ask me about, and and I feel like I should ask you. It's one thing to be able to identify a problem. It's another one to have a solution for the problem, and uh, one of those is education. We are dead last in so many categories. Uh, what is it we as a city should be doing that we're not doing right now, and what would the Jenkins plan be?
2: Oh, I love that. I'm just coming off of um, Nevada Read Week where I was at Booker Elementary, uh, as well as career day with the young kids at Booker Elementary and one of the things that it reaffirmed for me also having a sister who is a teacher of special needs students is that we need to really, really support our teachers in our schools and make sure that they have the opportunity and tools to um, create environments where our kids can feel included They have digital equity. They have access to the Internet that they can compete at a level so that when they do go on to, whether it's vocational school or college, they have a job in the city that basically raised them and educated them. So that will be something that I want to see more of. It's making sure that we are leading in technology and all kinds of different alternatives to college, not knocking college. I went to college, and I'm a proud college graduate. But That's not the path for a lot of people that live and work here. And so we need to make sure that we have our our kids have opportunities to have great uh, vocational programs so they can learn skills, so that they can have good-paying jobs to buy a house, uh, to raise a family, and to live well here. So one of the things that I would like to see is including more thought partners in that and executing probably a task force where we implement ideas from other cities and model other plans or pilot plans um, where we see – just innovation come through. I, I saw a lot of that with um, uh, venture capitalists and ideas that Tony Shea had for the small business community and getting folks invested in the city and really turning downtown, the arts uh, district in particular, into a very, very thriving area. I want to see more of that for our kids to, when they get out of school. They have options to stay here and work here. Uh, so that's kind of something that I see that I would do with the Jenkins Plan, make sure we have opportunities for our kids to get really good support not only supporting our teachers, but making sure that when they get out of school, graduate, that they have a job to come to, or they have a good-paying job here.
0: Again, Kara Jenkins joining as candidate for mayor of City of Las Vegas. Um, do you favor school choice, the money following the student?
2: I favor the student being supported so that they can get a good job when they graduate.
0: But do you favor school choice?
2: clarify what you
0: mean by that Kevin uh the money follows the student not the other way around I mean I mean we've talked school choice ESAs uh education savings accounts things like that I
2: I have I have actual really good friends uh some of them that you know that have invested in making sure that their kids can go to college after they after they graduate high school, and this where the money does follow the kid, and they've invested in that. And if it works for them, it works for them. Sure, I support it, but I also support more importantly what makes sense for the people that live here and our students and whatever choices they have. So yes, I do feel like the kids should be supported, that they should get a good education, whatever makes sense. I'm not going to uh, knock folks who don't follow that model to isolate myself from those folks. I want to say that I'm open to suggestions. But yeah, I do feel like the money should follow the kid.
0: Uh so does that mean you would favor education savings accounts as we had four or five years ago? Sure. Very good. Absolutely would. Very yep. good. Uh, One other issue I've got to ask you about, and that is public safety. More and more people I talk to on this show, off the show, they say the same thing. I don't feel safe out there. When I go down to the Strip, when I go downtown, I don't feel safe. Uh, What do we need to be doing more of? What do we need to be doing less of when it comes to public safety?
2: I would defer to law enforcement on that. I support Metro 110% and our marshals at the city. I've had a lot of support uh from them and uh, in terms of conversations okay not not talking endorsements but I've had very good experiences with law enforcement and I support a safe city a safe city of a thriving city um where I think folks may feel unsafe is that we're dealing with a crisis that's not unfamiliar to other cities where we have unhoused people or homeless folks um and they might feel uh, unsafe uh with people who might be um have mental capacity issues and 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 threatened or just insecure by seeing seeing some of the stuff that we're seeing downtown. I'll tell you, when I first bought my home downtown, I lived in Ward 3, while my house was in Escrow, it was squatted. So I can firsthand tell you what it feels like to have a violation of your property. Um, and I, I had to really just sit down and adjust myself and think about, okay, there's some issues here. Um, homelessness is a problem, um, but I also understand that homelessness is not just a singular category of people. I want to make sure our veterans... Uh, have a place to stay, that um, that law enforcement can be supported in making sure that they keep the, the streets safe um, to protect our kids. So it's a balance. It's a very delicate balance where both entities need to be supported and heard. And I think that uh, when I get into office, that'll probably be one of my top two priorities, if not the first.
0: Kara, if folks want to help out your campaign, um, how do they do it? How do they reach out to you?
2: I really appreciate that. You can go to my website. It's Kara, K-A-R-A, 4, the the number 4, LVMayor.com, and you can please click that Donate donate button and sup- show your support there. Also, we are having uh, meet and greets. I actually have a mixer tomorrow. My friends at Turnberry Towers are throwing me a very nice mixer. I'm very grateful for that. But you will see me out there. But please, just follow us on Instagram. Uh, we have a Facebook page and also my website.
0: Kara, I look forward to and meeting Heather. you. Yes.
2: Kevin, I want to come back.
0: Hey, we'll have you on again.
2: I appreciate you, sir. Thank you you so much for your time.
0: Thanks, Kara. Uh, Kara Jenkins joining us. Uh